0: Welcome to Rush Hockey Talk, brought to you by Rush Hockey. Trusted guidance, unrivaled success. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kelly Kitorji, and this is our podcast series. This is definitely the place to be if you want to learn how to pave your way to the world of youth hockey. So get ready, because you're going to hear some amazing interviews with premier personalities, coaches, scouts, players, celebrities. We got them all. Rush Hockey for over 25 years, experts in evaluation, over 10,000 alumni. It's unmatched. It's Rush Hockey Talk, and it's here. Welcome to another edition of Rush Hockey Talk. We hope you have enjoyed our previous podcasts. We've gotten some incredible feedback from parents and coaches alike, and we have more on the way. And today's podcast, it is brought to you by one of our new strategic partners, Camp Robin Hood, break away from the competition this summer at something new called Adrenaline, which will be powered by Rush Hockey and Camp Robin Hood in Freedom, New Hampshire. Join us August 10th to 14th for a unique ice hockey skills camp where you're guaranteed to grow your game and have fun doing it. Spots are limited. Register now at rushhockey.ca slash Adrenaline. Welcome, everyone. And I want to introduce to introduce to you... Again, one of our new strategic partners and a new friend of Rush Hockey. He's affectionately known as Woody. His name is Richard. He is from an incredible place in Freedom, New Hampshire, in Freedom, new Hampshire called Camp Robin Hood. Woody, welcome to our podcast today. Thanks for coming.
1: It's a pleasure to be here, uh, Kelly. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm really excited to get our uh, partnership and this really adventure uh, off the ground and we really see it start to roll.
0: It's really cool actually meeting you Woody because we do share a lot of the same values for this sport. And one of the things I like about you when we first talked was that we do share this passion for uniting kids from various areas in this case primarily Canadian and American and you do have a very unique environment, which I want to explain to all the viewers. It's pretty cool, especially in this day of such technology. But before we do that, let's start off with a little bit about you. Can you tell us about yourself, how you came to be at Camp Robin Hood?
1: Well, it's it's a long story. I started there in 1973 when I was eight years old. And my parents put me on a plane from Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> flew me up to up to Portland, Maine, and I cried that first night, but every moment since then has been just a pure joy. I uh, spent my my adolescence and, a, and young adulthood at camp. Uh, I sent my kids to camp in the late and early 90s. And then I bought it with a friend of mine who actually had met to camp in the 70s Is one of my best friends in the world. And the two of us now own this camp. Uh, and it's just, it's a great privilege. It's a great honor. It's a big responsibility, but I love every second of every summer I love being around kids. I love watching them step outside of their comfort zones and just do things that they wouldn't do at home. I love watching them get together as a group. We don't do that enough anymore in the 21st century. You know, getting to camp, getting away from screens, getting away from your parents, getting away from your coaches, getting away from homework and just dealing with each other you know 23 hours a day is is a big deal and i think it's a great stepping stone and a great foundation for these kids to to get ready not only to be great athletes and great hockey players but to be but to be great citizens get some ready for college and get some ready for their adult life
0: you know it's funny when you when you talk like that i i think about myself and how guilty i am of sitting in front of a computer screen or or a cell phone so much i mean it's, it's impacting my eyesight for, for God's sake. <laughs> and I sit there and listen to you talk like that. And I have a feeling so many other people have the same sort of, I don't know if guilt's the right word, but it's almost like subconsciously for, we're forgetting that there is an outside and, and there is a world out there. It's everything's so virtual. And so I really love this. And I want you to tell all the listeners a little bit more about the camp where, where will this new camp we're calling it adrenaline where's it going to be hosted how long has this this uh, beautiful place been around what are you known for and there's a lot of questions of course Woody. you just take your time as you go through them all and i can repeat them if you need but what do you try to create for your campers tell me about the experience that that is important to you
1: great Th- thank you very much camp robin was founded in 1927 this will be our 93rd summer Wow. Uh, we sit on 180 acres of just beautiful green forest uh, in Freedom, New Hampshire, where an hour from Mount Washington, we're surrounded by by the uh, by the by the White Mountains, and it's just it's an incredible scenic place. And every you know, no one really wears watches. There's no screens, but we know when the sun goes down at night, everyone's down at the waterfront because the lake turns into into a big fire uh, fire pit, and it's just it's a really beautiful place. But what I love most about camp, our camp. Is, you know, kids have been coming from all over the world there since 1927. We host kids from Asia and Africa, all over the United States, all over Canada, all over Europe. And it's just it's, it's a wonderful experience to come together without your screens, without your parents, without coaches, without teachers, and you figure out your own stuff. You really get a chance. I mean, we our bunks are beautiful. You know, there's showers and toilets and bathrooms. And two of our boys' bunks have basketball courts in them. Uh, we have 22 bunks. So all the all the all the bunks around the lake. I mean, it's just it's a gorgeous facility. But really, what's what's so special about it is the is the 92 summers. This will be our 93rd of kids just enjoying themselves and getting along and respecting each other and talking to each other in a way that we don't get to do anymore because everyone's looking down with their thumbs on a screen. You know, I I just think no it, doubt. I just think it's so vital and so crucial to 21st century skills is to get away and to do things. I've been looking for a strategic partner like yourself, you know, for a long time. This hockey camp is different than any other camp. When you're done playing hockey, you're at the right free range. You're canoeing, you're water skiing, you're climbing a mountain, you're kayaking, you're playing basketball, you're playing football, you're playing softball. You don't go back and sit in a room and basically just reconnect to your to your cell phone or, or your iPad. We move. You know, 14, sixteen hours a day. We get up early. We work hard. We end every night on the waterfront. You know, with a with a bonfire and some marshmallows, and talk about the good and the bad of the day and what's going on uh, the next day. And it's just a really unique opportunity. And I'm I'm very, very, very privileged to not only own this camp with a, with with a great partner and dear friend of mine, but to be able to impact kids' lives on a daily basis every summer.
0: You know, it's funny the the idea that they're doing other sports. Is so important to me because, and I, and I say this quite regularly, whether it's on the phone or we, we, we at Rush Hockey here, we do a, a radio spot every so often on the NHL network on uh, Sirius Satellite Radio Channel 91, but everyone always asks me, should I be playing hockey all summer long, all summer long, all summer long? And the answer is no. I mean, they should be doing a variety of things. And I kind of, well, not kind of, I l- love the concept of a camp. When I was young, of course, I did one, and I wish I would have done more, but I love the idea that there's multiple things to do there. I mean, I I never get to water ski. I never get to canoe. I'm almost embarrassed to say that (laughs) because I'm always in front of a computer. And so give me an example of a typical day, whether it's the hockey portion or the camp portion at this adrenaline new camp that is going to take off.
1: Sure. And just let me go back and uh, reinforce something you said. You know, I've got some very smart friends and I've got a friend who's a Hall of Fame hockey player and he loves that his children come to camp and they do other sports. He thinks that if you do the same sport 12 months a year, your muscles just get a little tired of it and you need to do different things. And I believe that uh, great hockey players uh, always they're always great golfers uh, you know they're they're good at soccer, and I think it's really important for kids, certainly in the pre teenage years, you know to try other sports and, and just get used to doing something different. That doesn't mean when you play when you're on the ice for ninety minutes a day that you're not working your your your, your tush off and when you're playing other sports, you're not thinking about how playing softball helps my hockey, how playing soccer helps my hockey. you know that, that that's really kind of what kind of what we do uh, on a daily basis, but just to go. To go forward, a, a daily, a, a typical day, Robin, it begins at eight o'clock. Uh, you'll get up, you will make your own bed, you'll clean up your bunk a little bit. We'll, we'll head to the dining hall. We'll have a high protein breakfast with a lot of a lot of uh, 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 liquids to hydrate yourself. We'll, we'll jump into vans. We'll drive about twenty two to twenty six minutes to the hockey rink. You'll spend anywhere from 60, 60 minutes to one hundred minutes on the ice with your team, working on skills. With with kids your age, broken down by uh you know by by ability, then we'll get back into vans. As soon as you get back into vans, we're, we're giving you fruit, we're giving you, we're, we're hydrating you, we're starting to carve you up because you just finished your your workout. You get back to camp. We usually go right that da- right back to the lake because everyone's kind of you know hot from from playing for two hours. We jump in the lake, we go water skiing, we go canoeing, we go kayaking. We've got a water park uh, on our property that's got a bunch of bouncy toys. And, the, and you know, the, the boys and girls love playing in there. Then we'll have lunch, which is also protein and carb-based. And then we have three activities in the afternoon. Uh, they'll be able to do anything from we'll, – we'll organize at least one team sport, whether it's soccer, basketball, volleyball, uh Football, Gaga, and then the other two activity periods in the afternoon, the kids will have choices to do. They could they could go back water skiing, they could go sailing, they go kayaking, they go to rifley, they go to arts and crafts, they can go tubing, they could go to archery, or they could go back and play tennis and softball and sports like that. Then we have dinner at six o'clock. Which usually lasts for about forty-five minutes. We'll have an activity after dinner, which is sports-based. You know, use, using the whole facility. We'll have a camper hunt, you know, on a hundred acres, which you never get to do anywhere else. And then, as I said before, we end every night at the waterfront, led by our coaches, talking about what we worked on today, but more importantly, what we're going to work on tomorrow. The coaches talk about what it takes to be a good teammate. The coaches talk about what it takes to be a good leader, and the coaches talk a lot about, you know, how you've got to just get yourself ready for your games at night or your practices in the morning and all day long you're preparing your body and your mind to give everything you can on on the field and i just think it's a unique opportunity again i'll use that word a lot because there's no moms and dads around there's no other coaches they're new coaches and it's really incredible when these kids sit and talk to guys who have who have who have coached and and help you know help Kids make it to the NHL and have coached the Canada uh, hockey uh, Olympic team. When they talk about what what they've seen and what it takes to to succeed at that, our kids just just buy into it and they they just gain so much uh, from that experience.
0: You know, it's it's funny the, the the different amount of things that people value or what they would value most out of something like this. And as as I'm talk uh, listening to you talk so passionately about it, I'm sitting there going. For me I think the biggest thing I'd take out of this would be that there's actually a world out there. I mean I I I almost again I I'm almost embarrassed to say I'm constantly working in front of a computer so I would hope that that people take one thing out of this that I value and and it is that you got to get away from it and and experience trees and lakes and people it just seems like such a uh forgotten forgotten thing. I hope it's not forgotten, but it's just interesting to me how how people value different things. And that's one of the things I would value for sure. Um, all right. How about the staff? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about both on ice and off ice. A little bit about off ice. What sort of people do you have in charge when it comes to off ice activities and such at Camp Robin Hood? We have
1: assembled what I think is a great staff. Uh, we, we've got the best skilled coaches, from different uh, cities in North America—Chicago, New York, Boston, Detroit, Toronto—and we brought all those guys up to camp, and they're going to be teaching skills. You know, I, I've been—I've been told by people who, who have. A, a great knowledge in hockey that at the end of the summer, the best thing to do is to get your legs ready and to work on skills, to get ready for tryouts and the season in front of you. This is not your typical camp where you go and you play four or five games over two days, two or three of those games, you can win by 10 goals. And you're not, you're not really getting much. We want kids. We, right. we want our boys and girls to work on their skills, get better at their skills. But also work as a team and learn, learn, learn what that's about. This is not about getting uh, a ribbon at the end of the weekend because you won your division. And you know, most times, you know, the, the, the quality of the competition isn't good enough. This is also not about when you're done playing hockey going back and playing Fortnite or, or or cruising Facebook. We run all day long. We are so lucky to be outside. So lucky to be around. You know, kids from all 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 over North America, which I think is another cool thing that we that we should touch on. You know, kids from Toronto don't, don't get to spend a lot of time from kids from Chicago. And, you know, your, your hockey team's a lot better than ours right now. I'm sitting in Chicago as we speak. But it would be cool to spend five days together and debate, you know, who's better, who, who's going to be better. And, then, and then, then you mix in the kids from Boston and the Bruins and New York, the Rangers and the Islanders and Detroit, the Red Wings, and you got a pretty cool thing. I think, personally, you know, owning Robin Hood and watching kids come from all over the world – and sleeping together under the same roof, and talking to each other, and playing ping pong or playing carpet ball—you just—it's it, it, a deeper understanding of each other. And I think kids today don't get that opportunity because there's so much fake news out there. You know, they gotta they gotta sit and talk to kids that that didn't grow up in the same neighborhood they did to learn what it's like to be different and and how how we can all get together to lead the world one day.
0: What's your favorite part of this uh, camp? I mean, in in, in any aspect uh, outside, of course, the 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 fact that this is you know not a technology driven thing getting us away from what what is the fake world what's your favorite part of this
1: i love watching these kids compete it's maybe one of the greatest i've only, you know been a robin in my whole life one of the greatest sporting events i've ever seen was last year in the rain the 13 and 14 year olds playing kickball. I mean, where else is a hockey kid who's a, who's a premier hockey player, travel team, triple a go to play kickball. They played in the rain. It went on for 90 minutes. I made them go inside. So it started to thunder, but it was so intense and just so much fun. And I just love watching these kids compete against each other. But you know, I got to go back to what I said a few minutes ago. What I really love is the friendships that you create at camp. And the fact that these guys go home after the summer's over and they keep in touch with each other. They may see each other at a tournament They may play against each other, but for the most part, they've made a friend that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. That's really what we're in. We're in the kid business, which I hope will lead to the friendship business. And these guys maybe go to and girls will go to college together and just stay friends forever. My best friends in the world—I'm 55 years old—are my camp friends, and that's just—it's never going to change. It'll always be that way. It's just when when you're alone living in a bunk with counselors and staff, but when you're alone living in a bunk. It's just, it's, it's a deeper friendship and a deeper, a deeper way of knowing each other.
0: You got any unique stories off the top of your head, you know, feedback from previous campers or parents or any special stories that just stick out in your head?
1: I loved, uh, I just saw a goalie last week. Actually, we were playing uh, in in a tournament here in Chicago and a goalie who came up two years ago was playing against us. And his mom saw me before the game was started. She came up and kissed me. She would, I got to tell you. Robin had changed his life. I said, what do you mean? You know, tell me. She said he went up there, and he really wasn't ready to compete at the higher level. But he did it for five straight days, and he came home with a little bit of swagger in his step, and a little bit—I don't want to say cocky, but he just had confidence. And that's really what camp's about. You know, the good kids are always going to be good. The great kids will always get great, and they'll push each other, to, each other to get better, and they'll do it within themselves. But I like the kids who really come up there and say, "I can compete with these kids. I could do better." And that's what I think life's about. You have to compete. Show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. I mean, it's not, it doesn't sound really nice, but it's the truth. I want kids to compete. I want them to get better. And I want them to leave camp with a little more confidence in not only themselves, but their ability to compete at a higher level.
0: Camp Robin Hood and Rush Hockey are going to bring to you this adrenaline. It's going to be amazing. It goes August 10th to 14th. It's going to be unique. It'll be fun. And as we said, I think we can guarantee you that you're going to grow in so many ways. And if you want to register, you can do so. Check out rushhockey.ca slash adrenaline. If you got any questions, never hesitate to call us. My name is Kelly Gatorji, Richard Woodstein. Richard, could you give um, uh, anyone who's listening uh, an email address if they have any questions for you, whether it's about the camp or anything else? Please, yeah,
1: please, you can check us, check out our website. CampRobinhood.com, uh, CampRobinhoodOneWord.com. Uh, you could you could email me at Woody W O O D Y at Camp robinhood.com or you can call me. And this is what I do. I mean, I, I got the best job in the world. I, I work with kids twelve months a year. You can call me with any questions. I really hope you guys join us. I promise, if you come one summer, you'll come for a bunch of summers, and you'll get a little. You'll you'll get better at your skills, your hockey skills but you'll also get better life skills and you'll make some friends from around, from around North America that you'll have for the rest of your life.
0: Thanks Woody, Woody for coming on our show. Everyone, if you have other requests for shows, don't hesitate to contact us. You can contact me directly. Kelly at rushhockey.ca. We will have Woody back again. Thanks again, Woody for giving us uh, this opportunity to talk about the camp and it is going to be pretty awesome. I, I'm excited too. I can't wait for it. It's called adrenaline. We're going to call it the Adrenaline Experience. More to come soon. Thanks again, Woody. Thanks, Kelly. You're the best. We want to thank our listeners for tuning
1: in to another episode of Rush Hockey Talk, the place to be to get informed about youth hockey. Rush Hockey Talk, trusted guidance, unrivaled success.